Welcome to Get Your Shoe Together, the photographer's podcast where we discuss studio, business, life, and keeping it all in line. I'm Kira Derryberry. And I am Mary Fist Taylor. Hi. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Ha- Good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's exciting to be back. It was kind of weird. Like, I was looking, because you know, every week we get a new episode comes out, or we hope to have a new episode comes out, right? We try to we get try. a new episode out. It doesn't always happen, and that's okay. That's okay. Um, but we got out, you know, over 40 episodes last year, I've noticed, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. you know, it's all good. And um, But it was weird, like, so a couple of Thursdays rolled around, and I didn't have anything to, like, post or talk about or listen I to. I know. Yeah. I know. We totally took a vacation for, like, two solid weeks. Yeah. Unplugged. Girl, yes. <laughs> I mean, I literally, and you know, you know this about me. So, you know, I know you, you're like, I completely unplugged. And I kind of sometimes will like unplug a little, but just kind of. You, you have know, a hard time. You have a harder time. I have a hard time. This time, I didn't have as hard of a time. I literally kind of said, see you later on at least all my business pages, like my business social media, um, put a, you know, sorry, we won't be returning calls till after the new year, voicemail and email message and. Me too, man. I once I told you I was shutting down on the 18th. You did. On the 18th. So yeah, I did not get to shut down till the 24th. But Oh man. So I may have taken like almost three weeks off. I took off. I was like, I am done on the 18th and I full on was done. And there was a couple of things that I could have taken. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I had a family session. It was a family that I've known for, you know, 10 years and they're friends too. And they were like, hey, you know, we're so and so came into town and I know it's last minute, but do you think like tomorrow or the next day we could do a session? And I thought real hard about it because, I mean, I want to make the, it's like I, don't, I have a hard time saying no. And yeah. I, I don't want to disappoint them. And like, oh, their grandchildren are in town. And it's just like, and I said no. And then we went and took a day trip to the beach. Oh, wow. Instead, you know, like, because we live so close. Like, yeah. I mean, and we're, I'm not talking about Destin. You know, I'm talking about like this little, it's called Mash's Sands. Like you just drive over. It takes us an hour to get there. And then we just put chairs out and Is sit on this very there? shallow beach. No, no, no. It wasn't warm. Oh. I had a blanket. I took blankets. Oh, a blanket. <laughs> Okay. I took a blanket to the beach. Lucy, though, got Lucy and, um, and my friend's um, son got in the water. And, like, I didn't pack a swimsuit for her or anything because I thought, she's not, it's going to be too cold. She's not going to want to get in the water. It was, like, in the 60s. Yeah. Like, like, like low 70s, upper 60s. And she was, like, they got there. And, like, Henry's out there with, like, other kids, like, playing in the water. And I was just, like, well, shoot. So she went out there in her leggings and her sports bra. Well, there you go. <laughs> but she went out there. And so we just sat on the beach and had a had lunch and— and I'm glad that I did it. Good. You know, I'm glad that I said no. So, because uh, it was a nice little memory. Yeah. That we see, made. I important. can't say the no. The no part is hard for me. Like, I, I if I, I were here, I would have said yes. Um, You know. I know. I know. I know. I, I, I was, I was, I have been really working on saying no. I like that. I, I, I say, I say yes to pretty much everything. I am a yes and person. Yeah. Like, I want to know if it's, you know, sure. Why not? Like, yeah. you know. And, do you want to do this uh, program here at this place? Yeah, why not? Don't tell me any details. The answer is yes. You know, right? So I, but I, then I overextend myself. So I'm working on no. Well, <laughs> it, but I left the state, which you, you did, know, and I felt mm-hmm. okay. Here's something. Let's talk about this for a second. I felt so guilty because obviously it's recommended stay at home. All these mm-hmm. things. I was a rule. You know, I was such a rule follower. This whole mm-hmm. like, I mean, really. I mean, didn't leave my house for, I don't, it was like, it, I mean, people, like we, we've said this before, people were talking about me behind my back. They're like, is she ever going to leave? What's going on? <laughs> um, and, um, but, 
you know, neither here nor there, but we've all had it. We've all had COVID. We have our antibodies. We're still doing our thing. And, you know, I was like, I'm going to get on a plane. I'm going to wear my mask. I'm going to check into an Airbnb. And that's what we did. And we cooked our own meals, kind of like we quarantined and took our trip to, you know, the beach this past summer. And I felt guilty. And then I just got over it. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Everybody's doing the best they can. And we really needed it. Like, you know, Daryl and I both own our own businesses. So it's just, we're always on. And I mean, I just did not care. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I thought I was going to miss it. And then, I mean, not all of a sudden, three or four days went by and I hadn't even looked at my email. Like, nothing. I was That's like, whatever. awesome. Done. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, the, the thing about, like, it's been hard. Everyone's got their own version of trying to find a way to unwind and yeah. relax and vacation this this past year because yeah. it's been almost impossible. And then you feel bad. It's like you you have fun and then you have this guilt yeah. from it, you know? Yes. Um, uh, which, which I think... Which which has been, I think everyone is dealing with, you know. Mm-hmm. This year, you know, Kevin's mom came, my parents came over, everybody came over for Christmas. And we were super careful before they came and then, you know, while they were here. But then when they left, that's when we were like, okay, so we're going to have our friend Amanda over and her girls yeah. over for, you know, for play date and for New Year's Eve. And we'll go to the beach with a couple of friends and play outside today. Because we felt a little, not safer, but that we were keeping our parents, parents safe. safer. And that's like we exactly were, right. Yeah. Right. Right. So, so, I mean, you just have to be careful. We haven't had it. Thank goodness. But, you know, we don't, I don't, I don't know. That's the best, that's the best we could do. I think that's, everyone's just trying to do the best they can. You don't have it that you, you know, know of. Really and truly. I don't have it that I know. Well, well, you know what? I got, I got tested. So we have, uh, Leon County has a pretty good uh, testing facility here at uh, one of our stadiums. And I went and, my brother and myself and my friend Amber went and got tested right before Christmas, just to have that like extra, it was the rapid test, uh-huh. but they have, but they have um, free testing here. Yeah. They so, too. yeah. So, so we did that. So as of then, Nothing. I know I don't have it. Yeah. I just meant <laughs> since February or March or whatever. Oh, God, and I, I, yeah. I, I very seriously doubt you have either because I mean, other people may have, would have gotten sick, but you've been, mm-hmm. you quarantined like we did. I mean, you didn't see any clients. You didn't, I, do, I mean, I didn't do anything in that Mm-mm. until our governor opened things back up. I just did exactly what I was told. So anyway, I did feel guilty, but just like you, we, I was able to see my mom and sister and nieces and stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, and now I, she called today. She's like, Mary, I want to come over. I want to do, and I said, mom, can you, I've already been tested once. I know I'm negative, but you just give it a couple more days. I'd like to get a second negative test before I see. Yeah. You. Just to be sure. Cause mm-hmm. that would, that's what I worry about the most is getting her or her husband sick. And so anyway, anybody sick for that matter. Anybody's sick. Yes. So, um, but that being said, we're back and good, my goodness, I am, I tried to kind of like creep back into email on Sunday. Uh-huh. You know, I was like Sunday night, I got, I, I opened my laptop for like the first time in like two weeks and, you know, and I'm like, okay, I started to look at it and I was like, nope, close that right back down. And then Monday I spent all day yesterday just trying to get back on top of things. Yeah. Um, and I got to tell you, it's just, I am not enthusiastic. <laughs> Okay, that's what we need yeah. to talk about. I'm not at all. I I'm gonna, I mean, I I am so not motivated to get Mm-mm. back into work. And Mm-mm. I think this happens to me every year, quite frankly. I mean, you just, you build up this momentum, even with COVID and everything else. We built up this momentum. We were like, I mean, just incredibly, we both were so busy leading up to the holidays and having, you know, gratefully a really great year. Things are going well. I mean, just, Turning it out. And then when I stopped the getting started part. Yeah. The getting back up on that horse, man. It is hard. 
just to deal with it. You forget how much you multitask yes. in a work day. And, you know, I know, I forget the speaker who was we saw that said that you shouldn't multitask, that multitasking is not a thing because right. you're not. Right. It's not, it, but like my brain has not yet switched back into business owner mode, multitasking mode or handling multiple things at one time. Like I am, I've had to keep two consecutive lists like growing for the past couple of days of just things, people I need to, here's a list column of people I need to get back to. Here's a column of projects I need to get done. Here's a thing of editing that needs to be out, you know, and shoots I need to follow up on and all that stuff. I bounce back and forth between all that because now the phone's ringing again. Now I'm getting calls. Now people are like, Hey, when can I get in? I really, honestly, I really think, I think somebody got some, people got some stimulus checks because I am booking stuff like all of a sudden. (laughs) Right. Right. So um, it's just, I don't know. What do we do? What do we do? Because I, I should be excited. It's back. We're back in business. Like every, you know, things are good. It's like, it's like nothing ever stopped. Didn't miss a beat. And yet I can't get excited. I don't know. I mean, I'd love to have an answer here, <laughs> but I don't. And I mean, you know, I, I don't. I feel like I feel like we were so hard pressed and so excited to just rid ourselves of 2020 that, like, you know, we're like, okay, as soon as it's just I can breathe, as soon as 2021 happens, I can breathe and it'll be over. And, and then it's here, and it just feels a little anticlimactic because it's the same. It's the same. It's the same as 2020. <laughs> it's the same. We still have COVID. It's still a problem. We still need to wear masks. We still need to social distance. Nothing has changed. I know a lot of us, I think, did have this idea that this, the clock would strike midnight and magically things would change. But no, it's really not any different. Not really. No. I just, I think mentally, I think, I think there is an optimism Agreed. that I do feel that that wasn't there Try. in 2020. Try. You know, so I do, I have the, the sprouts of optimism <laughs> sprouts <laughs> got starting to peek out their heads. Little sproutlings. What do you call that? I don't garden. So I don't know what that means. Obviously I don't because I'm sure. It's like when little even... things start to sprout. That That's good. Sprouts. Yeah. Yeah. Little, little sprouts. And uh, yeah. And so I, I think it's going to be happy. It's what's crazy to me is that uh, 2020 passed by so quickly because like there were things that I had on the calendar. I mean, like imaging is one of those things yeah. that felt like it was forever away. And here it is two weeks from now. Yeah. And, you know, I have some some stuff coming up, and for my niece, who's a senior in Texas, is coming for me to do our senior pictures, and that like that felt like a far off dream, like all that planning. And now I talked to her mom, my sister in law last night about planning her senior shoot, which is going to be in a month. Oh wow, wow, yeah, isn't crazy. It is crazy. I mean, yeah, it is crazy. I everything seemed very far away, and now all of a sudden it's tomorrow. It feels like imaging's a great example. Um, for me, March 1st, all of a sudden I'm getting dumped mm-hmm. on all the stuff that everybody needs because, you know, my presidential year yep. and mm-hmm. I like all the articles and the, this and the, that, and the council speeches. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, Hey, just calm down. Take a number. Take a, take a number. Exactly. I pretty much said that today. We will get somebody. to you. We will get to you in the order in which you were received. I was like, you told me January 11th and there will be nothing before January 11th because that's all I can handle right now. Because like you said, I am not capable of multitasking right now. I'm just Mm-mm. one foot in front of the other. Um, that makes me wonder, you know, there are people in my life that live their life that way. They don't ever really worry about multitasking. They just take one task at a time. And I think what they really, why can't I be more like that? I strive to be that way. I feel like I am more that way when I take a vacation. I am definitely that way when I take a vacation. Yeah. 
you know, I need to focus on lifting my arm to bring this glass of wine to my yes. house. And yes. I can focus real hard on that and not get distracted by anything else. Order dinner. You know? Or whatever. I can do that. Yeah. You know, I occasionally can finish a laundry task, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, it's like a chore. Like Fair. I will, com- I will start and complete loading the dishwasher. Perfect. And not be pulled away by yeah. some email yeah. or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that doesn't happen at work. Mm-mm. You know, I came in here today. My Christmas tree is still up at the studio. Oh, it's too bad. It's still up. That's okay. It's Kevin, only the fifth. <laughs> Kevin came in. Kevin came up here today to, um, to to throw away some boxes because we have so much recycling at yeah. home that we had to use the recycling bin at the studio. And so he came up here to throw the boxes away and he walks in, he goes, your tree is still up. And I went, my tree is still up. And he was like, your tree is still up. And I was like, I know. What are we going to do? And I was like, I'll, I'll take care of it. So he's, he's he, going to come back. Oh, good. He's oh, such a keeper. I mean, and I was like, and while you're, and I was like, and while you're here, my trash is full. Isn't that weird? <laughs> <laughs> now, I have like, been known to call Jamie into my office just to empty my trash. The weirdest thing happened, Jamie. <laughs> I walked in here and my trash was full. Yes. I mean, half of it's yours. I had to open the mail and stuff. Yeah. yeah. You pay for half the trash like, can. But what about all those Starbucks cups and Diet Dr. Pepper cans? I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I just walked in here and the trash can's full. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, you know, but I think, so let, let's seriously, how do we motivate? You know, we did, we had that awesome, you know, uh, webinar with so many great people joined in and talked about motivating and health check for 2021. Uh-huh. And I was serious about every one of those things. And now all of a sudden it's 2021. And I'm like, that seems like it was 75 years ago. Like, I, don't I you know, I did a lot of the stuff we talked about. And, yeah. you know, like I spent all day yesterday getting, I find everyone, let me just give an update on this so everyone can breathe a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Officially, I have moved over to 17 hats. It's I, finished. I just can't I am done. It. It's three years in and I'm there. Yes. I can't I'm here. It. I can't. And it's glorious. it's glorious. It's wonderful. You love it. You like it. I Well, I love it. But I will say when you work with something else for a decade, anything, even if it's better, is a hard, is a hard, hard shift. Agree. You know, so um, I'm... I, you know, once I, I got in there and really got things set up, it was, it was, it makes sense. And it's, I'm, a, I'm actually having fun organizing a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, just getting, cause I, I, for the first time in maybe ever, I have a very clear picture of like the, of like the, the inquiries and the people, you know, the people that I have seen, the people that inquired a long time so ago. So you didn't and, have that at all before? I didn't, I, well, I had a billing, I had a billing system and I had email. Oh, and I had, so you didn't have any client management? Not, no, oh, I didn't have any client management I don't think at all. I realized that. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. So how would you pull reports if you wanted just so you didn't have it? Well, I could I could pull reports. So I could pull I could pull sales reports and I could pull No, I mean you know, like if you just wanted to pull uh children's portrait clients or you know what I mean? Or I how could the, or I could do that. How they came in, like if they were referred by this or that or I could pull that because for the because I've been working so long on the seventeen hats thing, my forms have been all seventeen hats for like a year and a half. So I have been able to at least get that information. That to me, that was the most important thing. Like if you can't if you can't do anything else, at least get your in intake set up correctly yes. so that you can pull those reports. So I still could do that this whole time. I just haven't been able to use it for any other project management, lead management, um, you know, billing. Mm-hmm. Expenses, right. any of that stuff. Right. So I've been, I've been. That's where my brain has been for the past couple of days. And I actually got, you know, I've still been using Calendly for um, that online booking. Yeah. But I, I sorted and figured out um, the online booking with Seventeen Hats. And so I may, I may just move everything over to it. Why pay for two extra, exactly. for two things? 
Yeah. You know? So. No, that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Well, good. So I know we talk, so we might talk about this um, later, but I think it's really probably important. And it may, it's something that you, you're really excited about. So talking about, you know, your, you know, your lead follow-up or your lead mm-hmm. generators or follow-up. So tell me, tell me what that looks like, because um, to me, a lead generator is a click funnel. So when you said lead, lead gen, I was like, what does that mean? Like, I don't even understand what that means. Uh, well, I think I might be saying it wrong. So the, I think I should drop the word gen out. Okay. Because okay. I'm not generating anything. The, okay. Your click funnels, your click funnels Generates. are the generators. Okay. There we go. There we go. So yeah. you're taking, you're taking, um, you're taking prospective clients, people who have yes. reached out that they might want. Yeah, they're inqu- inquiries. Right. I'm taking inquiries. You know? But they never booked you. I am sorting out the ones that, that did book or that responded and then we never you know, yeah. followed up. And the ones that didn't respond at all. Yeah. And the ones that responded with questions that were maybe a little bit of a red flag that maybe we weren't a good fit. Like I'm making decisions about who to follow up with. Now, how do you know, you know all I mean? that? Is there, are there emails or something attached? I have, a, I have emails. So, yeah, when when you have it, at least through this this one and 17 Hats, when you have a new, if they call the lead and they fill out your form. Everyone who fills out a form is a lead, mm-hmm. right? And so that email comes into your, you know, your dashboard mm-hmm. and you're able to see it. And then you can correspond with them, reply to them, everything through that dashboard. And it goes out through your email. So I can still see the email I sent them through the dashboard on my phone. Oh, wow. You, okay, you know what I mean? Nice. Which is, that was something that was kind of scary because I was like, I, I need to be able to access this on my phone. Like, I need to be able to check email and get it. So it's, it's nice to know that if I respond to it on my phone, it shows up there. And if I respond to it there, it shows up there. So that's that's cool. So I'm able to track all that stuff there. And because I had it all set up, it was all So regardless all of where working. you respond to so if you respond to it from your computer, your desktop, it still shows up on your phone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's using your outgoing mail server okay. and everything. So, um, so you can do that, and then you can also um, set up the workflows, which was the new thing that I got set up. So, like, if somebody inquires about a headshot, then it sends them an automatic email with the information about booking an individual headshot, which is the easiest, right. fastest thing. They could book that online. Yeah. And then once um, – but, but I didn't have one set up for family portraits. I didn't have one set up. So I, I spent some time yesterday – creating all those workflows. Yeah. So there's a workflow for somebody who inquires as a portrait client. It automatically sends them information. And then if we have follow-up and we book, then they go into a a new workflow for a booked portrait client. So can they go into a drip campaign from there? So like if they Mm -hmm. inquire, so they can, so have you set up your drip campaign yet? No. Okay. So let's talk about this. So I love this Uh and I might switch to 17 hats, believe it or not. Um, I know I've been using studio cloud and I use it for my volume seniors to do, and it works really well. We use Successware for so long at Hayes, which has become an antique, and it's just I'm not finding things I need in Studio Cloud. Is the problem. But you know, but you know it, and that's it, that's why it's hard to change. That's why it took me ten years to get out of yeah. Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, if they inquire about a headshot, it goes into this funnel, meaning it not funnel. It goes into this this campaign, meaning this. Mm-hmm. Booked your appointment. Here's your email, and then it, three days later, and they call that a workflow. Okay, workflow. Mm-hmm. So then, mm-hmm. if I say I have a, a my son's going to be a senior, and I want high school senior portraits, what you're trying to create now is a workflow that knows how does it know to put them in the like is it a so form? there's a form that you create, and there's a drop down that says what type of shooter are you interested in? Okay, and if they if they check a senior portrait client, then it knows to start the senior portrait workflow inquiry workflow. Okay. 
So that could be sending out automated emails. That could be setting up follow-up emails and tasks. Uh-huh. Like you can, you can build out a, a campaign uh-huh. to keep following up with them that will automatically send af- five days after the first one goes out. And that's what I do in ConvertKit. So I use ConvertKit mm-hmm. for that. The, it, ConvertKit is, a, is essentially like a really beefy constant contact or MailChimp mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. So anytime I get an inquiry, my ConvertKit is hit. This is the problem. Nothing's hooked together. <laughs> do you see what yeah. I'm saying? So I convert mm-hmm. it. I get the email list and then I have to import it into. So I'm not, nothing's speaking so to each other. That has been my biggest problem yeah. now for, for, for the decade. It's like I, I use MailChimp and, and that works great, but I have to export everything out of FreshBooks and then I have to put it exactly. in. Magic, and it's like nothing is cohesive exactly. at all. So that's what I, that's what I think is the, you know, now that 17 has has had some time to be tested and be, Mother approved, yeah. you know. I mean, yeah. like I, I feel like we've I've seen enough people using it and having success with it that I was sold. And now that I'm in there, I'm like, well, shoot, I don't need Calvinly. I don't need this. I don't need this. You won't and even starting, need. You won't even need Mailchimp, will you? I don't. Yes. Yes. You have I, to have a service that because of the federal because this this is for individual contacting okay. with people, not bulk. It doesn't send out a newsletter. I got you or anything like that. Um, but I, what I am checking while you're talking about. Um, um, what is the, what is your, you said it was called, not, not constant, your beefier constant contact. ConvertKit. I wonder if this, I ConvertKit probably has more tools, you know, as far as like reporting and stuff um, that you're used to. But I was going to see if there is an integration um, with 17 hats. With ConvertKit? I, I was going to see. ConvertKit's a popular one. I mean, there's HubSpot, ConvertKit. I mean, there's a few of them out there that are, it's just a step of, now, you know, constant contact and MailChimp have, have improved since I, you mm-hmm. know. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I was looking at this, they didn't do ConvertKit. I mean, MailChimp or um, constant contact didn't do all this stuff. Well, it doesn't look like there's an integration. There is Zapier integration. Okay, so Zapier is that, what Zapier is, is essentially a patch that will create a link that will make them speak to each other. Well, that's, that maybe that's the answer. Yeah, I use Zapier a lot. So, like, my mm-hmm. click funnels, I have to use Zapier. Like, anything I'm running, Zapier is just essentially a bridge that you build between two pieces of software that don't speak to That don't other. inherently yeah. talk. Yeah. yeah. So, Zapier, yeah. if you have a Zapier account, which I do, then that probably would make it work. You link your Zapier to it, which would make it work. I'm starting, I'm starting to think you might need to um, look at this. Are you starting to think that I actually know some technical things as well? Is the important. I, part. you know what, you actually do. You if know so I much knew more what about Zapier. That. Was I'm sorry, that is advanced for me. I feel like 2021 tables turn. Tables are turning. <laughs> I know, but I like this. So whether you're using whatever you're using, the point Any is CRM. It, mm-hmm. The point is is that you're gathering that data, which is a the most important. But you know, we talked about this on a podcast last year. <laughs> Um, but how important it is for that onboarding and offboarding. And I think we just, mm-hmm. I think that's something that we really don't spend enough time and energy on. And this is why it sucks. It's so <laughs> hard. It sucks. I mean, you have to write all those emails and you have to do all that work. And it is a lot. You know where it sucks is in the beginning. Yeah. That's once you get them written. No, you know what sucks too? Is if you did it two years ago and you haven't refreshed them. Uh, yeah, you got to update it. But at least the templates are there. True. At least the, the, the framework is there. The skeleton exists. It does. It does. You know? Yes. That, that was what was so intimidating was uh, 
was every time I would I would set up something in 17 hats, I would see a hole that a link, a chain that was broken that I needed to connect. Like, oh, okay, well, I set up that workflow, but it looks like I need to make sure that this. the email template for that workflow uh. is right. So I got to go over there and like write the email template and then come back and, you know, it's like putting it all Are you writing all for, your own templates? Are you writing all your own emails and stuff? I, yes. I have a control problem. Yeah. But but they do have templates in there that you can purchase. Oh no, I wrote all mine. Um, I definitely yeah. wrote all mine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was not. Yeah. I mean, and I don't know if they have. I mean, I, I nothing I have has a template. I I wrote all mine as well. Um, but I think that's a barrier for a lot of people. I think that it's great that they could know that there are templates and easier ways to do it. Oh yeah, there's templates in there. So it comes with out of the gate like a handful of templates yeah. that you can customize, which is pretty cool, especially since it has like those token links in there so if, if you want to have the client's name at the top of the email like hi Susie yes it has that token so it you know yeah you can put all that stuff in which is nice but there's also like uh you know a marketplace full of templates I saw one for headshots I saw one Great. for a workflow for portrait clients I mean they have yeah you name it they got it yeah are they story branded though is my question. oh well, see that would I don't know all mine I had to write all mine because I, I use obviously story brand and everything I mm-hmm. try to anyway but um uh, I, I like that. So, um, shoot, what was I going to ask you? Dang on it. Does it, what was the question I was going to ask you? Does it yeah. have, um, more bells and whistles? It sure does, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it does. But the point is, you're going back now. I want to, shoot, I had a question about it, but it doesn't matter. Cause I mean, obviously we're not here repping any particular oh God, software. No, they don't even know who, no, who, no clue who are. we are. But, no. um, you're going through and you're organizing them into whether you want to reach out to them again or not. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going in, I'm going through to all of the, they call them um, hot leads. Okay. You know, hot leads. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm converting some of the ones that I have booked and it's begun a project with, or even quoted a project with Mm -hmm. those have become clients and contact, you know, in the contacts. And then we just have ones that are just leads Mm -hmm. as they come through. When It's like salsa, isn't it? A little bit. (laughs) <laughs> it's a little bit like salsa. Like hot, medium, and mild. Like yes. your mild leads are just, they're cold. They're just my, it's salsa. I always, yeah. have you ever heard me yeah, teach? Like I always teach like that. It's like, it's, like a little it's salsa. salsa. You know, it's a hot salsa. That's a hot lead. You want to jump right on that. They're really yep. in. Versus, Spicy. so you put them in your salsa, mm-hmm. your salsa mm-hmm. organization. Mm-hmm. And you've already booked then, some. Is that right? And I've already booked some. And the nice thing about, the nice thing about um, the project management capability in here is that once I convert those leads to to contacts and we and we start a project for them I just go to the little projects tab and then I have an overview of everything I'm working on wow which is what which is what my brain needs because I I as much as I make lists I mean I just just a list having um having a little grid with the client's name and their project under it on one screen is so it makes me so happy. Is it multi <laughs> and it's multi user? So your virtual assistant oh, yeah. can jump on. Virtual assistant can jump on, and the the virtual assistant can get in there and respond to emails that they can respond to, or they can get in there and send a template. Like so, if I've written some templates and they see that one of those applies to oh, nice. a question, yeah, they can insert that template in there. So it's it's the setup is a B. I mean, no joke. The setup is extensive, yeah. but. 
But once you get through that, the the tools are so, so, so great. I mean, to be able to look at my projects and even have due dates on everything, I can set um, individual to-do lists mm-hmm. on every single project. So even if that client isn't under a traditional workflow, like it's a corporate client and they've asked me for something very specific, I don't assign them a workflow where we go through the same things all the time. I can just create a little task list and put due dates on it. And it's, I think this is the kind of thing that I need. Wow. That's you know, amazing. I mean, I, well, it's like having an employee. I mean, it's a full-time employee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, really. it's, it's, it's fantastic for that. And then I, and then I know when somebody's done too, and they're more, and I can like sweep them off the project list. Like you can archive the project and the project is complete. There's, life cycles that everything goes through. So you can, it'll, you'll get an email reminder. It says like, Hey, these things are past due in the life cycle. So, I mean, I know I don't have it, everything set up correctly yet, but just from what I have dipped my toes into here. And especially since I was not about to have another year go by and not get this done. Yeah. You know, so even though I was like, like I've got a you lot had of a stuff hard, ready. You had a hard three year limit. I had a hard three year limit. And so January, <laughs> January 4th, when I came back to work, was the day that no more invoices are going through, you know, FreshBook. We've got to get everything moved over. So, so right now I've, I've got like some straggle invo- invoices from 2020 that I'm duplicating into here and then just trying to get everybody transitioned yeah. over. But it's, um, I, I'm going to be happy that I did it. Yeah. I mean, I'm already happy that I did yeah, it. Yeah, sounds like it. So, so mm-hmm. going back, so any way you collect them, you know, if you, for example, if you did a home show or you did some type of a campaign where you got email addresses or you just have got, you know, an email, a, a box on your email that are people that have inquired about your business. Mm-hmm. I think we, those are little gold mines that we so often, we don't hear back. So we just let them go because why we're busy. We're busy. We're busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're taking this and I know it's not even really that much downtime right now. Cause I know that, you know, both of us have fairly full weeks, but mm-hmm. you're trying to take advantage of a little bit less busy time mm-hmm. um, to go back to those leads and try to turn them into an actual client. Exactly. Because I know, you know how busy you were between October and December. Yeah. I have, I'm making the assumption that a lot of those leads that I, those inquiries that I got where I responded and I didn't hear back, it just fell off their radar because something else happened and they didn't yes. pull the trigger. Yes. Especially with those headshot clients yeah. for me. Because headshots is something that's so perpetual all the time that I was, you know, I already booked like three of those mm-hmm. that were like, they're like, you're right. I was just waiting for X, Y, Z reason. Right. And I, you know, but now that you've followed up, let's go ahead and get it on the calendar, yeah. you know, so. But you're making it um, easy for them, too. That's another yes. thing, you know. Yes. Yes. I mean, I'm making it much easier for them and making it so it's kind of like, I'm again, story brand, solving that problem yeah. that they have. That I know that they have because they let me know. Yeah. You know, like, that they needed it. So. Well, so, you're yeah. doing more than that. I mean, I, I, I like that you're, I like that. And this is something that I need to do a better job with. I mean, I have all my, all my leads go into a drip campaign and then quite frankly, I don't go back and I should, I mean, if they've sat mm-hmm. through and they have not unsubscribed from me, they, they, they asked for information. Uh, they got it. And they didn't unsubscribe after five more emails. They're obviously kind of sort of interested in what we have, but I don't have the time to take them and make them a client. So, you know what, one of my hangups about emailing client, you know, sending out a newsletter has always been a hangup for me because I got burned really badly one time. Mm-hmm. I get very sensitive and hurt feelings when somebody unsubscribes. Oh my God. From, I don't even open those reports. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. So, so one time, probably seven or eight years ago, I had a MailChimp 
you know, a pretty extensive mailing list on MailChimp that I was pretty excited about. And I sent out newsletters all the time or whatever. I got three complaints on one email that they hit spam on it, which pulled some sort of flag for them. And so they froze my account and they contacted me and they said, did you make sure that everyone on your list at, you know, you had permission to email? And I thought I had, but apparently I hadn't been as as thorough. This was a long time ago, uh-huh. like as thorough. It was like if they commented on my website, I was collecting that data. If they, you know, all that stuff. So I had, to, they made me completely destroy my mailing list because there was no way to, they decided that the whole mailing list wasn't legal. Oh. And so I had to destroy a mailing list that was like three or four years old. And um and start over. And then I got, like, really gun-shy on the newsletter. Right. Like, on sending out. So, ClickFunnels has always been something that I have, I know works. And I know, like, drip campaigns and everything. Like, I know that that's something I need to get going in my business. But I have had, like, a like I'm a little gun-shy on it because I got, like, uh, uh, banned yeah. on MailChimp. <laughs> well, I feel like that might have been before the regulations changed. So, Probably. So, now yeah. they wouldn't do that to you because it's mm. so easy to unsubscribe. I mean— as long as you're using one of those services, it clearly mm-hmm. says on the bottom, unsubscribe here. And it does. You know, they don't have that option anymore to call it a spam. They, you just unsubscribe. Like, I don't think okay. you can make, I don't think you can report it as spam anymore. I don't know. I know like in like Gmail, you can say something is spam, but I don't know how it go, returns oh, I don't back. Know, yeah, to. I don't know that either, actually. Um, I mean, I know people unsubscribe and that's totally okay with me, you know. This is something I used to be the same way here. I was like, no, it's tacky to send out too many emails. But then, you know, and I know I say this, I maybe say that on here before, but guys, there's certain brands that we follow that I will open. Like if it's La Mer or if there's a Allbirds or if there's a, I don't know, you know, Anthropology, whatever. There's certain brands that I really like and I don't always buy. I mean, I probably get an email a day from some of those brands. Mm-hmm. I don't buy every day from them, but I never, but I always want to know, I don't delete them. I don't unsubscribe because I might want to, or there may be something next time that I really want versus if I'm starting to get emails from like, you know, you know, Joel's pool hall or what, I don't know, whatever, I might unsubscribe. I honestly just delete them and don't pay attention. I don't have the time to go in and unsubscribe for everything. But if you really like the, if you really like the, um, the brand and you don't unsubscribe, to me, that's a key indicator that they want more from me. I mean, I feel like that. I mean, I could obviously. Or they, or they, they want more from you or they want to know, they want to be updated about you in case they, because they have the, they're going to use me in the future at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I would much rather have an email list of, you know, 500 people that get emails from me and open them. And that's another thing. If they open and click, then 10,000 that never open it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they're not, they're not a hot salsa. That's a very they're cold, not. very cold lead. Very, very cold. It's a mild, yeah. very mild. That's salsa. how we, that's how we classify our, our, if you, if I send out an email and they open it and click, that's hot. If they open it, that's mild. And if they don't open it at all, that's cold. So if I were to go back and actually start working those leads, I would start with the ones that clicked, then go to the ones that opened. Let me ask you this. Is there a way for me to pull a report? only shows me opens and doesn't show me the ones that deleted or unsubscribed. Because you don't want to see those? I don't want to see. I want blinders. I, I don't know that I can help Because I don't know you. that you my maybe anxiety. maybe pull the report, print it out, have Kevin black out the ones you don't want to see. Right. 
Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, I mean, ConvertKit does reports, but I, I think it, it's, if you, I don't know that you couldn't ask it. Can you just ask MailChimp to show you the opened? Maybe. I could probably do that. But could I do it without accidentally seeing? <laughs> See, okay, so you and Audrey Wankett, I think it was Audrey and I had this conversation. One day we were talking and she was so upset because somebody had unsubscribed. And I'm like, Audrey, I get like 20 of those a month. Like it doesn't even phase me. And I don't want people to to get my, I don't want to pay to send them an email if they don't give crap about my brand. What, do we, what I mean, I pay for those emails. I mean, you pay yeah. for MailChimp. You pay, for, you know, depending on how many emails you have. So right. it doesn't do me any good to have a bunch of people in there that don't want to read what I'm doing. Yeah, what is that even? Nothing. What is that even doing? Just buy. Buy. Well, then that will be phase two of me getting a, a bead on 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 my client management. Yeah. Because for, this was a big step. Huge. You know, but oh this is a huge step. And I've been I've been doing all right, you know, on my old set. You know, you get set in your ways about I know. comfortable in a in a workflow, in your own personal workflow. Like this is how I onboard a client. This is how I follow up, whatever. And then there just comes a point where it's like I'm losing stuff because I can't find it in my email anymore. You know, and I know like like Booray uses something in Gmail. Um, I think it's called Boomerang. I think it's called Boomerang. But it's a it's a little add-on that notifies him when to follow up with things. Okay. You know, and so that's something that's a that's a workflow that he's comfortable. He uses 17 hats, but he doesn't use any of this. He just uses it for his forms and for his billing. He doesn't use any of the stuff we're talking about because he's comfortable. It's this like is a good system for him and it works. Mm. But there just came a point with my system where it would just it just I was the the being comfortable didn't uh, outweigh the benefit of of the technology no. that's available. Uh, well, and there know? also this is another thing I think that it's good to going into this new year to mention. You know, I hope that every single person listening had an amazing 2020 business wise. I hope that you learned something new. You got this awesome new client. You sold that product you've been really wanting to sell. You had like a record breaking sale. Whatever it is, you know what I mean, like you mastered studio lighting or outdoor lighting, whatever it is. I hope that that was a great year for you business-wise. But so we get in this little rhythm where we're like, well, I had a good year. You know, I, I, I didn't go. I mean, I was, I mean, I'm not in the red. It's working. I like it. Why change it? Well, this is why. If I had not, and I'll tell this story. Gregory Daniel, Gregor's, President mm-hmm. Gregory Daniel, um, when I first came on the board of directors, he was, he'd started the month before me. So we were chatting and he asked me a question, like how many sessions or this or that? And I was like, oh, and I threw out a number and he's like, why? And I'm like, well, I don't know. I mean, I just got this machine and we need to feed this machine. He's like, but you don't have to. And have you ever thought about maybe being more, you know, commission-based and more like what Gregory does? And if you know Gregory mm-hmm. Daniel, if you don't follow his work, it's stunning, but really smart. And I was like, I don't know. And I remember thinking, does this clown know? <laughs> he knows a lot. And who's this guy? <laughs> what does he think guy he is? Um, but point being that it, it kind of sat there and I thought, yeah, but we're doing good. It's good. We can handle this. And then mm-hmm. I got tired. You start getting tired. And then I kind of went back and I was like, okay, I'm ready now. I didn't hear, I heard you, but I didn't listen. And then he, he's the one who introduced me to story brand. He's the one who literally mm-hmm. said, buy this book. And that's when I realized, wow, man, I could really make some changes in a, in what, you know, statistically was a very successful business. I mean, and I think you could say the same thing. It's not that your business wasn't successful. Yeah. But your business was working you. 
Yeah, and there's there's a there's successful, and then there's plateauing at yeah that level of true. success. True, true, and you know, like I I would like growth. I'm not talking about in volume of clients. Right. I mean, because I think I am. I'm also kind of working towards trying to more for less. Yeah, you know what I mean. But um, but there is a point where you're just like my inability to manage the amount that I have is what's holding me back from being more successful. Yeah. than I am. Yeah, you know, so um. And it just comes a point where you've got to make a switch, even though you're comfortable. It, well, it's true. Yeah. And you're comfortable with your studio management software. I mean, I was mm-hmm. comfortable with the way I was running and marketing my business. But if I had not been willing to go back and say, okay, what were you saying again? And then read that book. And then obviously I embraced it and went bananas with it. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know where I'd be. I may have plateaued right. and just really kind of started down that hill, which you know, mm-hmm. that going the other way, which, I mean, every one of us probably knows of a small business that did exactly that. We're doing great. Mm-hmm. We're doing fine. We're successful. We make enough money. And then something happens. Uh-huh. Or, mm-hmm. you know, um, embrace this and really shift and change my business. Um, and I know I just spent like this entire 30 minutes complaining about business because I'm tired or, you know, getting motivated. But honest to God, at the end of the day, I would not do anything else. Like, I would not do anything else. I love what I do. Um, it just was really nice to take a nice extended vacation that had nothing to do with speaking, teaching, consulting, meetings, like nothing. Like that's a true luxury that um, I'm having a hard time adjusting back from. But, you know, being willing to change and being willing to say, okay, you know what? I could do better. I could work smarter, not harder. I could, you know, um, if I could just hunker down and organize this into this piece it will literally not just save me so much time, but I feel like it's going to generate you so many more clients because you're leaving mm-hmm. money on the table by not following back up with those leads because they're not organized. Right, right, right. I mean, there's 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 money to be made. And there's one, I mean, honestly, I would just, sometimes you, something, you see something come in and then you see, oh, it's been... I missed it. I didn't respond right away. It's been four days yeah. or it's been five days or it's been seven days. And you're like, I guess I'll just let it go. Yeah. I mean, they'll call I guess it's been too long. Yeah. They'll if they, they'll write, they'll write again if they need me. Yeah. You know? And it's like, that's the kind of stuff that was happening. And at the very least, I mean, now, even if I can't, like if I take a week off and I don't get back to that inquiry right away, I don't lose it forever. Right. Cause there's automatic, generated, you know, there's, gonna be there's automatic. automatic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And if they're very serious, then they'll write, they'll, you know, we'll, we'll continue the conversation. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, so I don't know. I'm, I'm, I am feeling more motivated now that we've talked. I, yeah, I am started, actually too. I, I kind of started here and I'm also, I'm like, okay, this is great. You know, hopefully that's what you guys will get. Anybody that hears this, you know, all three people that are listening to the podcast. <laughs> if you're still, <laughs> if you're with, still us with us at this point. But I mean, mm-hmm. guys, we all have those. And you know what? Don't be embarrassed. I mean, Something it's a new year. Get those leads or those names that you had reached out, you guys communicated, it didn't work out. Get back in and go, you know, happy new year or, you know, something and just reintroduce yourself or maybe give them a reason. I mean, solve that. What's that problem you can solve? Maybe it's um, you know, what's the problem that you can solve that they don't even know they have? So going back to story brand, like Kira said, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's new year, new you. I mean. Let's get this new new headshot. Let's get this, you know, update the family portrait. Or, you know, maybe if you work weddings, it's the, you know, newly engaged. I don't know what it is, but just doing something 
um, with those names because they reached out to you. It's not like we're cold calling people out of the phone book, you know, like these people yeah. saw what you did and reached out. They're interested mm-hmm. that they're a mm-hmm. lead. And I think we do leave those on the table. I know I do. I, I know I do. I leave hundreds yeah. of them on the table. I mean, yeah, it's scary. And it's scary now that I have, now that I've moved everything over and I'm looking at how much I left. <sighs> like, I'm just like fingers crossed that they're, you know, I mean, why not? You know, you don't, I, why not reach back out to somebody from six months ago? Well, there's nothing to lose. The I'm worst doing. thing they there's can do is not respond to your email. Yeah. I mean, and you know, you know, they're just, that would be fine. And then, you know, yeah, that, that would be fine. But at least I took one other stab at it. And then we have, you know, things, things booking up. I was actually kind of feeling a little freaked out. I was like, I don't know. I don't have a lot on my calendar. And, you know, now when I started just doing a little bit, it just started to fill right back up. And I was like, okay. That's the key. You know? And that's what happened to mm-hmm. me. I, I actually did that. Um, I, I, I lied. I actually on vacation on um, December 29th, I think it was, or maybe it was the 30th. I sent out an email from a list that I had curated from a funnel, right? And I sent an email and um, I literally filled up the next six weeks because I don't take that many sessions. It's not like these are headshots. Mm -hmm. These are like consultations and then there'll be a session and then there'll be the sale. So it's not like I have, you know, 20 sessions, but I was able to fill them with the slots that I have for actual sessions because I just went to that list, grabbed it, sent out a nicely, you know, presented email and the people Mm -hmm. responded. Um, But in the, you know, I think that a lot of people don't realize it could be that easy. And I don't mean, I don't mean it's just, it's, it's not like, you know, just add water. I mean, you have to have that onloading and offloading down pat. But I mean, if you get these email addresses and you just reach out and ask people or offer, that's part of the thing. And you probably hear this Kira too, like right now, especially like, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you reached out. I've been meaning to. I've been meaning to get this scheduled. I've been yeah. meaning to get this new headshot. And I think sometimes when we take the effort to be like, hey, I'd like to invite you to get this scheduled. And this is how it's as easy as this. One, two, three. Click this button, schedule your appointment, you know, show, you know, whatever it is. If you give them a really quick, concise plan on how they can make it happen, people appreciate it because just like we feel, people are tired and overwhelmed. And anytime you can reach out and make it easier for them to get something, they're going to go with you. That's my thought anyway. So I think you're absolutely right. Yes. All right. Well, I feel better. Good, 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 good. It's good to be back. (laughs) It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Hitting, hitting the ground running. All right. Well, guys, we're so happy that you're back here with us. Happy 2021. You guys can follow us on Instagram at Get Your Shoot Together. You can follow us on Facebook at Get Your Shoot Together. You can email us at girl at getyourshoottogether.com and you can subscribe to us at all the places where you can find podcasts. We will see you guys next time. Thanks, y'all.